Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> because the infrastructure has been established where they can do that. They can fuck you. Basically, by snapping their fingers and deciding we're going to lay you off and we're going to lay off the whole operation to another country. But it was said politicians who made sure that infrastructure was in place to fuck you and fuck this country. Offshoring, they call it. It's also called by politicians U.S. free trade policy. Offshoring. Onshoring is bringing back. They were supposed to bring it back. Weren't we supposed to be winning? I think a former Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, and CIA Director Fame, Mike Pompeo, listens to this show because he recently said something straight out of this show. I'm tired of losing. We were supposed to be winning. When are we going to win? Well, Mike, you were part of the crew to make sure that we lose. And who do you mean by we? You certainly are winning, sir. We are not. It's almost comical when the haves try to slum, try to slum it up with the have-nots. Oh, Mike, suddenly you represent us. We forgot because you never did. <laughs> hey, take it easy on him. He lost a lot of weight. He's one of us now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what. Here it is. No fail. Two largest railroad unions split over labor deal as Christmas strike looms. The editor's note check for any updates at the time of recording. Well, I fucked that up. <laughs> I don't think they made any updates uh, at midnight, 1, 2 a.m. So the vote appears to be in for the two largest railroad unions. The Brotherhood of Locomotive Engineers and Train Men said 54% of members who participated in the vote would accept a five-year labor deal. However, the International Association of Sheet Metal, Air, Rail, and Transportation Workers rejected ratifying the labor agreement. All of them, all the unions, and there are many of them, have to be, this has to be unanimous. There can't be any splits. 62,000 engineers and conductors, or about half of all unionized rail workers, said... They would head back to the negotiating table with the railroads for a revised deal with a December 8th deadline. If no agreement is struck by the deadline, strikes could begin as soon as the ne- December 9th. Folks, for the rank and file in these unions and everybody related to this situation, your fucking union leaders sold you out already. I wouldn't trust them. You could have fucking 
you had the leverage before the election. You're getting bad representation. Who knows what these labor fucking chiefs sold you out for, what they're getting in the back door. (laughs) You had to realize that you had all the leverage before the election. You pissed it away by agreeing to kick the can. It's... And these, the heads of the labor union who are saying, yeah, this sounds good. I mean, really? They already sold you? I think they did you dirty. I think you should have fucking struck a deal. The most leverage you had was when the the items and the, 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 the fear that a strike could damage U.S. economy and fuck up the supply chain even further was before the election. But you played fucking curtsy. Your union leaders, your so-called leaders, played nice with the Biden administration and sold you down the river. For no, for what? You, you still don't have a deal. You lost your best fucking position, your best leverage in negotiations. You pissed it away. You pissed it away. So who knows where this goes? You got 12 unions involved here. Seven unions are on board. You got five more. Are they going to pull it off? Who knows? Again, the time to do this was before the election. Now you have limited. I would think you have limited leverage. Perhaps uh, the Biden administration wants to avert a strike. I don't know why they would at this point. (laughs) They could just blame it on Republicans. You understand? Maybe that's what they're waiting for. They can blame it on the fuck, and they will. You think they're going to say we're responsible for shutting down and harming the economy? They haven't said that yet. You might get caught in a little bit of a bear trap, a rank-and-file railway worker, and a political bear trap. Or the administration can just throw up their hands and say, well, we didn't do this. Doesn't even matter if it's true. Haven't you figured that out? It doesn't matter if it's true. They can say whatever they want. <laughs> Most dummies will believe it. Well, we touched on this at the beginning of the show. We'll keep watching the railway strike. I told you this was not going to go away. It wasn't averted. It was only delayed. Again, at a significant cost to the rank and file. Hey, welcome to being in a union. Coming from a former Teamster right here. We talked in the beginning about the increased risk. With the new cold snap, the first cold snap. Winter power problems. Power hikes. Well, we didn't talk about potential of power blackouts based on energy emergencies, etc. I would suggest if you live specifically in colder parts of the United States, North America, and that goes for Canada too. People say it's cold everywhere. It's not cold everywhere in Canada. Okay. Just not. (laughs) There are colder spots, right? There's places like Kelowna out in BC. It's like the California of Canada. 
doesn't get cold there at all. I mean, not like the fucking Yukon. <laughs> not like being, even though it's in the Rockies, it's, it's a very unique place. The Penticton Valley, so to speak, perhaps somehow immune from these things. Although a fucking storm could blow in, blow in on you up there if you're driving it real quick. You won't know what hits you, but anyway, let's talk about the electric grids. We're going to talk about Texas, Great Lakes, Louisiana, New England, the Carolinas. The North American Electric Reliability Council said in its seasonal assessment Thursday those areas are very vulnerable to blackouts. Severe weather may stress grids by causing demand to soar while supplies of natural gas, coal, and backup fuel are tight, leaving little room for error. There's many of these places at risk, folks. I would. What does that mean to you? Well, I would think that you should have... Take some precautions so you don't get caught with your pants down. So you only get caught like Paul Pelosi. <laughs> right on time as the playlist has taken over. And Eat the Rich is on. I need a drink of water. Hey, well, we're, we're hitting some fucking gears on this show lately. I ain't just fucking churning and burning, man. I appreciate the compliments, man. We put a lot of work into this. The young crew here is in a zone. I'm just the fucking conduit, man. But these cats are fucking running a clearinghouse. A G20 pushes vaccine passports for all future international travel. The lunatics at G20. Promoting vaccine passports as preparation for any future pandemic response. Oh, because pandemics just pop up all the time, you know. All these lunatics. We're getting ready for the next pandemic. I mean, the next grift. I mean, pandemic. Sorry. Scamdemic. The young bucks say there's a video here and we'll be happy to play it for you and perhaps then parachute the fuck out of this story before I put my head through a piece of drywall. Let's go to the videotape. So let's have a digital health certificate acknowledged by WHO if you have been vaccinated or tested properly, then you can move around. So for the next pandemic, instead of stopping the movement of the people 100%, which clogged the economy globally, you know, you can still provide some movement of the people. Indonesia has achieved, G20 country has agreed to have this digital certificate using WHO standard, and we will submit into the next the, uh, World Health Assembly in Geneva as the revision to international health regulation. So hopefully for the next pandemic, we can still see some movement of the people, some movement of the goods, and movement of the economy. And folks, your, your dopey 
So-called president also signed a declaration to build on the success of Vax passports. What success? You dummies couldn't even get everybody fucking vaccinated. So what makes you think you have had any success on anything? Success in wiping people out, I guess. (laughs) That's probably how they really do meter their success. Biden going along with world leaders. How about this? Go fuck yourself. Packed. Vaccine passports. You're fucking drinking. Witch Hazel at this point. <laughs> Can you imagine this insanity? I don't think it can work in this country. I don't think they could pull it off. You know, I'm hearing increasingly, I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. This shit might, I, I, I've said it before, we've said it on here. These guys miss their window. They're not very good at what they do. If I was advising these guys, they missed their window. They had everybody freaked out. They could have pulled this shit off. It's not doable. I don't see, I don't think it's doable now. The folks who have got, have, the folks who did line up for the jabs, not the hardliners who keep lining up, right? I think this is a fucking, you know, the cheese line, the bread cheese line. They're having medical problems or they know somebody who's having medical problems. It doesn't take a genius for a lot of people to connect the dots. What would make, like, Biden, if I had a vaccine passport and they limited my travel, right? Guess what? Oh, good. You don't get any fucking taxes. I can't travel because I'm not vaccinated? Spick it off. Fuck off. You get no more money. What do you think of that? There's your pa- there's your vaccine passport. What are you going to do about it? You're going to lock me up? Ooh. <laughs> I mean... At what point do you just say, fuck you? The spigot is off. There's your successful Vax passport. You think I'm, I'm going to pay you for what? Who the fuck are you to say where I can go? See? So you lose out. You lose. You try to fucking put a collar on me. You want to treat me like a slave? Guess what? Doesn't mean I got to pay into your fucking corrupt circus anymore. See, you don't have to play along. I'll get in trouble. Get in trouble. You're already in trouble. You're already a fucking slave. At what point don't you think you're in trouble? (laughs) At what point don't you think your life is in peril when these fucking criminals decide where you can go, what you can do, who you can do it with. I'll just keep paying them, I guess, you know. I don't know what to do. Not me. Fuck off. You want to come down on me? How many ways do you get to fight back in this world? I'm just saying. You press. We talked about Newton's third law of gravity. Let me get it for you guys. Let me look it up for you. Before you fucking snap on me. And friends just can't be found. Like a bridge. Here's your bridge over troubled water. Newton's third law. Action and reaction. 
Every action, force in nature, there is an equal and opposite reaction. If object A, the government, exerts force on object B. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You. Object B. You. Also exerts an equal and opposite force on object A. The government. In other words, forces results from interactions. Folks, I know you're enjoying the episode because you keep coming back here, so we must be doing something right. Uh, In order to have a place that you can keep coming back to, we'd appreciate get some skin in the game. We have a hot wire coming up. If you don't belong to Paint.TV and Hot Wire, you're going to want to. Uh, the the next episode, because we talked about focusing on your stocks and bonds and and securities or any investments you may have or may plan to have in this volatile situation, environment, chaotic, turbulent landscape. And so we're going to focus on that. But beyond that, folks have inquired, believe it or not, the kind folks who listen to us, how they can help out around here. Well, if you join pain.tv, that certainly helps. But in Hotwire, of course. Other folks who want to kick in can do it on pain.tv slash donate. And, of course, we talked about this on a regular basis. You can leave a, a review on Apple Podcasts. The young folks say that helps. Plain and simple. And. Share this show with friends of yours and help spread the word so we can keep growing. That's the name of the game. We have to keep growing. We grow organically. We grow grassroots. We grow from word of mouth, and we appreciate you using your words and your mouth to help spread the word about the Thomas Paine podcast. And it's uh, tough sledding these days for truth tellers. It really is. And so we... We have embraced that, just like we have many of the challenges since we came back into journalism and remained independent regardless of uh, so many different trap doors and facets and and uh, challenges and obstacles and roadblocks. Just with a simple mission to have a show where you can tell the truth in a number of different shows, and we've done that. But it's getting harder for us, so. You know the drill, folks. <laughs> There's a lot of things being bandied around here about whether this show goes behind a paywall or not. So, um, and I've been very open about that. There's no secret. It's not something we want to do, but our hand might be forced. But for now, that's not happening. And I don't ask for much. Uh, but I'm asking you perhaps to get some skin in the game. And you're going to get something out of it, of course, especially if you join Pain.TV. Especially Hotwire, where we say things on there and talk about things on there that we certainly can't say on here any longer on the public side. And that has 
turned out to be a massive windfall and benefit for folks. And I wish I could play those episodes on here, but I can't. We appreciate your support. If you want to broaden your horizons, intellectually, make contacts, learn, and perhaps teach other smart people, that's the place to help out and make sure we keep rolling, rolling along, (laughs) regardless of what roadblocks these folks put in front of us. Uh, With your help, we can overcome. And with your support, we certainly have endured. Appreciate it. Take care. You're a living, functioning, breathing human being. How long are you going to be beaten for before you stand up and say, all right, that's fucking enough. Now you've gone too far. Now you're going to get your fucking whooping. This is life. This is human nature. You can only take so much before you decide. That's enough. We've hit our threshold. We've hit our threshold with your bullshit and your schemes. I'm opting the fuck out. Plain and simple. You'll get in. That, that that's that's the most interesting response. You'll get in trouble. In trouble. You're in quicksand up to your fucking neck. Already. You don't realize that. You're already up to your fucking neck in trouble. How much more trouble could you get into? They just tried to wipe you out with a fucking chemical. Hello? (laughs) We have crossed, crossed the threshold of fucking peril and trouble a long time ago. You're on a fucking safari with no guide. Limited guides. Is what you're on. Now I'm fucking upset. Won't be able to sleep tonight. To shine, all your dreams are on the way. Sometimes you got to go back to the well here. Fuck it. I'm going to join and blow some steam off. This is how I blow steam off. But staying out of Sail fucking jail. Staying out of prison. Sail on by. Your time has come to shine. All your dreams are on their way. See how they shine. Oh.
I could say a lot of things. <laughs> I'm just going to say this. Take care and God bless you. Hi. Good night, everybody. You're okay. You're not going to. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. These vaccines are highly, highly effective. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. They're really, really good against variants. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. Get your first shot, and when you're due for your second, get your second shot. Our key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no, almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. When the government told us that the vaccinated couldn't transmit it, was that a lie or was that a guess? I think it was hope that the vaccine would work in that way. If you're vaccinated and boosted, you are highly protected. So there's no excuse. No excuse for anyone being unvaccinated. This continues to be a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Let's be very clear. 50% of the people who died from the Omicron surge were older, vaccinated. For the world at large, normalcy only returns when we've largely vaccinated the entire global population. And I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection, and I think we overplayed the vaccines, and it made people then worry. Often, when you get into the real world, the effectiveness of vaccines falls short of the original efficacy. That is not at all the case with the vaccines for COVID-19. So now we have two vaccines that are really quite effective. The mRNA vaccine, highly effective, extraordinarily efficacious, 94 to 95% for mild to moderate disease and virtually 100% efficacious. Because the real world effectiveness is even more impressive than the results of the clinical trial. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. And your refusal has cost all of us. People who are incubators for every variant to come, walking around lawfully unvaccinated? That's psychotic. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death. For yourselves, your families, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. About this, in a world of threats and tyrants, terror, you know what our biggest enemy is in America? Our fellow Americans. They are the ones that are propagating this outbreak. Being frustrated that there is still a percentage of the population are, who are not vaccinated. I wish that he would go further to restrict mm. the activities of the unvaccinated. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. You're... That 25% can cause a lot of damage, and they are. If you're willing to walk among us unvaccinated, you are an enemy. Well, you know, it's my rights. And my... Okay. <laughs> but I don't care. The pandemic of the unvaccinated. Well, look, the only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated. And, that, and, they're, and they're killing people. Freedom not to follow the facts, even if your freedom kills people? What kind of freedom is that? What kind of freedom do they really want? 
We have a pandemic because of the unvaccinated, and they're sowing enormous confusion. The unvaccinated overcrowd our hospitals, are overrunning emergency rooms and intensive care units, leaving no room for someone with a heart attack or pancreatitis or cancer. Shouldn't they have to pay more into the system because they are collapsing our health system? They're the ones in the ERs. Require vaccination universally. Have the military run it. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you better be ready to prove your conscientious objector status in court. It's almost like it's going to be two Americas. We're not getting vaccines. It's time to start shaming them. Because frankly, we know that we can't trust the unvaccinated. The f*** them, f*** their freedom. I want my freedom to live. No, screw your freedom. You're a schmuck for not wearing a mask. We have to stop coddling the morons who will not get the shot. Shame on you. No mask, get out. Put on your mask or get off. Put your mask on. Put your mask on. Put your mask on. I know you homeschool your children, Miss Jackson. And I know you got a lot of family support. But you can't run around the country telling people not to file income tax returns. At the IRS, I was told that we were collecting the tax and doing our duty you know, as federal employees to collect the right amount of tax. When I left the IRS, I started being approached by a lot of people that said, hey, the income tax is being misrepresented and misapplied to the American people. Uh, eventually, I did the research and found out that they were telling the truth and that our resources are being stolen by the government. So why did you leave the IRS? How did that end up just retired? I left the IRS for family reasons. I was promoted and moving up in rank in the IRS, and I'm a family person. They were just taking too much of my time away from my family, so I decided to leave. I was already a CPA, so I said I'll do a CPA firm from home and take better care of my family. That's when people stopped being afraid to talk to me about the taxation. So what, what, what happens next? How, tell me the story, what goes on? So, so many different people started talking to me about the taxation being misrepresented or being a fraud. And I eventually researched it because someone brought to my attention a USA Today article, it was 2000, it was summer of 2000, and it was put out by We the People Foundation for Constitutional Education. And it said, dear We the People, the income tax is a fraud. But also within the body of that USA Today ad was a $50,000 reward from a man named William Conklin. And Bill Conklin asked anybody that could prove that most Americans that live and work in the 50 states had to file an income tax return or was required to pay. So at that point I decided, you know, I've been hearing all these people and I want to go ahead and do the research. Actually, I wanted to win that 50 grand. Okay. So I still had my codes and regulations from when I left the IRS and I started doing the research. And then weeks went by and then months went by and I realized it's really hard here. Why is it so hard for me to just come out and show in the codes and regulations that the people have to pay the tax? And the conclusion that I came to was there's no law. There's a lot behind that, but there's no law. One of the largest things that people don't understand that talks about, you know, if you, if you have this taxable income or this gross income, but there's no definition of income in the Internal Revenue Code. So once the research was done, the definition of income turned out to be corporate profit. And so that's why some people say they've tried to make us out of corporations. But when I 
cut your grass. Let's say you paid me $100 to cut your grass. So I use my mind, my arms, and my legs to cut your grass. That's an even exchange. I exchange my time and my talents and my energy for resources that will help me to survive. That's not taxable. It should not be taxable. You take, for example, a, a large department store and it makes $100,000 in a day, it gets to deduct the rent from the building, the salaries that it paid, the utilities and all that. And at the end of the day, if they had $80,000 in expenses, they are taxed on only $20,000. They're taxed on the corporate profit. So we are getting screwed over. And one of the things that resounded in my head, and I saw this poster, and I actually have this poster posted in my office, in my home office. It says, if stealing the product, if, if stealing 100% of the product of someone's labor is slavery, at what percentage is it not slavery? So it doesn't matter whether you're black, or white, green, purple, or blue with polka dots, you are a slave. And my people have already been through slavery. I don't want to go through slavery again. But I realized at that point that I'm still a slave. And most Americans are. But there's so much information out there and there's so much distraction out there. But the biggest thing that's out there, there's so much fear out there. And when you talk to people about their rights and their liberties and all that, they would rather stay in the matrix and choke on the blue pill because they're too afraid to deal with the government. They don't want to rock the boat and they want to stay in their comfort zone. They want to stay in their circle of sameness and you have to leave them there. But for those that want freedom, God gave us unalienable rights, not inalienable rights, unalienable rights. That means that we have rights that can't be leaned by anybody. We have the right to life, liberty, and a pursuit of happiness. And it's, they've been taken away 